Alrighty, tune in, buckle up. It's your boy, Ruby Rube. We're going to continue on with another episode of the Gathering Strength Podcast Marathon Week. And in a few short days, I'm going to be towing the line at the San Francisco Marathon. And I am filled with all sorts of giddy, nervous excitement. Beginning at the earlier end of this week, I started to create these podcast uh, episodes of Honor Your Strength and how the marathon opens up all of these realms that you did not even know existed within you. See, episode 122, yeah, that one is called Honor Your Strength. Episode 123 I talk about the history and the allure of the marathon. Episode 124, once again, honor your strength. And I talk about the inner flame. If you are interested in learning about how to stoke the fire within your indomitable spirit. Hey, episode 124, that's going to be able to compound on the knowledge that I speak about in today's episode. Episode 125, hey, I... I take a little bit more of a lighthearted approach and I talk about some of our favorite celebrities that we all have come to know and love. I talk about some of those celebrities and their times. Like, for example, Oprah Winfrey. Uh, Within the marathon world, there is something called the Oprah Winfrey line. Now, Oprah, she finished her marathon in 4 hours and 29 minutes. Now... For whatever reason, you know, within this marathon world, uh, that her time is called the Oprah line. And if you can beat or have a better time of four hours and 29 minutes, then you have beat Oprah Winfrey. And that's something to celebrate. Ultimately, that is to be taken lightheartedly because we're not competing with anybody. The only person that we are competing with is ourselves. We want to be better than the person than we were yesterday, than the person who we were last month. We want to be better than the person who we were last year. That is the person who we are competing against. Now, because we are so close to race day, there's nothing that I'm going to be able to do to get myself stronger. I already did all the workouts. I did all the runs. I did all my stretching. And I hope that that is going to be able to add up to a successful and respectable marathon time. Because guess what? You know, your boy Ruby Rube, I can't have a podcast called Gathering Strength and then quit at mile 16 because, uh, you know, I I didn't feel like doing it or I I didn't uh, prepare myself enough because I got overwhelmed or whatever name any one of the you know stumbling blocks that I could trip myself up with and then rather than picking myself up and 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 dusting myself off and continuing and crossing that finish line man I can't have a podcast called gathering strength and then quit right so the only thing that I have left to do is continually visualize the the day I need to visualize everything from the car ride up. Uh, I need to visualize my packet pickup. I need to visualize the process to check myself into the hotel. I need to visualize myself eating, tying my shoes, stretching, lacing up. I need to feel 
the the brisk San Francisco air on my skin as I anticipate the beep or the starting pistol. I need to visualize all that. What is it going to sound like? What is it going to smell like? What is it going to taste like? I need to see myself running up the hills, running over the Golden Gate Bridge. That's the only thing that is left to do is just visualize. Now, in this podcast episode, I'm going to be talking about how mental imagery and the process of visualizing your performance, how that can benefit and how that can be beneficial to your overall performance. Now, visualizing a good performance, also known as mental imagery. Now, if I were to visualize my day, you know, tomorrow we're going to wake up. I'm going to have a good breakfast. I'm going to have a good stretch. And then hopefully I'm able to get myself and my family in the car by 10.45, 11 o'clock. And then we can make our pilgrimage, our short pilgrimage, uh, from my house to San Francisco. It's about 45 minutes. Uh, hopefully there's not too much traffic, but, you know, the place that I have to go pick up my race packet, my race bib, that is, uh, it's going to be somewhere on the piers. And the latest that I can get there is 5 p.m., that will give me plenty of time. You know, if there is a traffic or, you know, whatever, that's going to give me plenty of time to not worry about being late and missing that window. Now, after I get my race, uh, my race day pickup packet, we'll probably go to the hotel, check in, you know, get our room situated. And then I situated my family to be in a nice little area. It's right on Fisherman's Wharf. There's, um, you know, uh, of course, there's there's crackheads roaming everywhere around San Francisco. But in this one particular spot, it's very touristy. It feels very safe. I've stayed there multiple times before. I've never had a incident. There is security uh, in the lobby. There's security in the parking lot. So I'm confident that my windows aren't going to be bashed in and... My, my car be rummaged through because I, I'm going to be taking all the necessary precautions to prevent that. Now, after we get all settled in in our room, we'll, we'll take a quick little walk down to Fisherman's Wharf. You know, go do some lightweight sightseeing because, hey, daddy needs to stay off his feet because, man, I, I have a big day come come Sunday. We will, you know, get some lunch, an early dinner, maybe a little dessert. And then, you know, we'll we'll just kind of go with the flow. Wherever the wind blows us in that little area, then that's what we will end up doing. And now because I am visualizing that, you know, one, I'm going to be open to go with the ebbs and the flow. Uh, But overall, if my day can stay within this, you know, little vicinity of making whatever happened, happened within that realm, then I'm going to be satisfied as long as I can, you know, maybe be off my feet in the room, probably about 7, 7.30, all showered and do a final stretch, you know, kiss my, kiss my, my family goodnight and then wake up and catch an Uber to, uh, to the starting line. 
Man, I'm visualizing all of that. I can see it. Now that is going to be able to reduce stress, reduce friction. Now that is going to be beneficial to me because I don't want to be stressed. I don't want to have to rush. I don't want to have to do anything that is going to you know, rob me of my mental energy, of my physical energy, of my spiritual energy. Now, you know, if something should go sideways, hey, I'm going to be able to compensate for the, uh, you know, for for that friction. But hey, you know, that's all right. I'm doing the most that I can do, which is, you know, just planning. I'm planning for success just to be able to get up there with as little to zero friction as as possible. Now, as it pertains to visualizing a good performance, this is also known as mental imagery or visualization. Now, this is a powerful psychological technique used by athletes and performers to enhance their actual performance. When done effectively, visualization can have several benefits that positively impact performance. Number one is going to be improved confidence. Visualizing a successful performance helps build confidence. When athletes see themselves executing skills or achieving their goals in their mind's eye, it creates a positive belief in their abilities. This increased confidence can translate into a more assertive and composed approach during the actual performance. And, you know, this is one of the little things that we all can do to gather our strength. Who wouldn't want to have a little bit more of improved confidence? And, you know, like I have always said before, you know, strength, it's not about being able to lift heavy weight or run super far. It's not about that. You know, gathering strength, gathering all types of strength, the buff body, but the buff mind, the buff spirit and the buff bank. One of the ways that we can improve all of those assets is by visualizing. You know, you can visualize yourself becoming physically stronger. Visualize yourself getting mentally stronger. Visualize yourself reading a book. You know, visualize yourself getting smarter. Visualize yourself becoming more spiritually in tune with yourself. Visualize the scripture in whatever religious text that you read. Visualize that manifesting in yourself. Visualize money accumulating in your bank because you are saving. Visualize yourself saying no to superfluous spending. And visualize down the road every single day that compounding interest growing in your brokerage account. And visualize in the golden years of your life, you having a fat nest egg. Because why? Because it improves your confidence. You know, I had just mentioned all of the benefits of, you know, visualizing the mental imagery that you see within your mind's eye, that's going to help you achieve your goal. Now, because I have a marathon coming up, you know, the the big goal that I have in this short-term aspect, which I'm, I hope to accomplish by this Sunday, 
You know, I'm going to be running a marathon. So I need to be visualizing all of the things that can help me gather my strength, gather my confidence, because this is going to help me with improved confidence. And man, you cannot buy confidence. You have to do all of these little things to gain it. Uh, Tip number two behind your visualization, uh, a benefit of that is going to be enhanced focus. During visualization, athletes concentrate on specific aspects of their performance, such as a technique, a strategy, or the flow of movements. This focused mental rehearsal helps sharpen their attention and concentration. This allows them to filter out distractions and maintain focus during the actual performance. And now because we are using mental imagery that is going to enhance our focus, that's going to help us get into the flow state. Do you know what the flow state is? Well, if you don't, you're going to learn today. And what does Warren Buffett say about learning? The more you learn, the more you earn. So by golly, you're going to learn today what the flow state is. Now, the flow state, that is also known as being in the zone. And this is a psychological concept that describes a state of optimal performance and engagement in an activity. Now, this flow state, it was coined by psychologist Mahali. Uh, I'm not even going to be able to pronounce that last name. Sizenskema Dipa. I don't know. Uh, I have no idea how to pronounce this last name. But flow state refers to the feeling of being fully immersed in a task or activity, experiencing a seamless and effortless flow of focus and concentration. Have you ever been in the flow state? Well, if you have not been in the flow state, you know, maybe you have just been oblivious to some of the characteristics that is encompassed with the flow state, but I'm going to list off some characteristics and maybe you have experienced it, maybe you have not. But, anywho, here are some characteristics of the flow state. Number one is going to be intense focus. Now, in a flow state, individuals experience heightened focus and concentration on the task at hand. They become fully absorbed in the activity, losing awareness of distractions and the passage of time. One of the ways that I have experienced flow state is playing the guitar. Um, You know, when... Or, you know, there's a movie, there's a little Disney movie. Uh, I watched it with my daughter, and it's Coco. And in one of the scenes... Or one of the scenes of the movie, the animators, they they animated a beautiful uh, little scene of the flow state. And, and Coco, he's up in his attic and he's secretly playing the guitar. And he turns on the TV and he sees Senor de la Cruz. And I, you know... We can assume that through many times of him watching that video, he was able to teach himself the scales and the chords of playing that song. And for a brief moment, the animators have like this expression on his face and his fingers are moving up and down the fretboard and he's just playing it beautifully and he's getting lost in the music. And it was a beautiful animation of somebody experiencing the flow state. Another great Disney movie. And hey, you know, forgive me for these Disney references. I have kids and 
you know, man, these Disney animators, these storytellers, they're the best in the world at being able to, you know, tell these stories. Uh, there's a movie called Soul, and the the protagonist in that story, I, I forget his name, but he is a music teacher, and when he is teaching his class, he very easily slips out of reality and falls into his flow state and that takes him to a whole nether realm and that is what you know flow state does that is a characteristic of it um uh the intense focus that slips you from reality into your flow state and when you are in the flow state another characteristic of being in the flow state is going to be a loss of self-consciousness now flow state often involves a sense of merging with the activity where the individual's self-awareness diminishes and they become one with the task they are not preoccupied with concerns about themselves or their performance now going back to playing the guitar i'm sure that we have all seen a video of you know some really good guitar player on a guitar solo and what they have like when they're hitting those notes and when they're bending and hitting those high-pitched uh shredding guitar notes that face that the guitar player makes where they're just melting their own face and melting your face with the awesome guitar solo well that is because they are Uh, losing their self-consciousness and they are losing their self-awareness because there's no way that you can be in your right mind and make those guitar melting faces you're not worried about that because you are preoccupied with the concerns of their performance and that's one of the beautiful things about the flow state is because you know you're not worried about anything you are lost in the the performance and the activity so to recap really quick you have the intense focus loss of self-consciousness another characteristic of being in the flow state is going to be effortless action despite engaging in a challenging activity individuals in flow state feel a sense of effortlessness Actions and decisions seem to happen naturally and instinctively as if the activity is flowing through them Another uh, attribute is going to be clear goals and feedback. Flow state occurs when the activity has clear and attainable goals and provides immediate feedback on the performance. This allows individuals to adjust their actions and strategies in real time, leading to a sense of mastery and accomplishment. Altered sense of time. During flow state, individuals often lose track of time. Minutes may feel like seconds or hours may pass by unnoticed as the intense focus on the activity consumes their attention. Intrinsically rewarding. Flow state is intrinsically rewarding, meaning that individuals engage in the activity for the sheer enjoyment and fulfillment it brings rather than for external rewards or incentives. Now, all of these attributes, the imagery, the visualization, the flow state, this is all applicable to running a marathon. Another 
attribute of being in the flow state is complete engagement. People in flow state experience a deep sense of engagement and enthusiasm for the activity. They may feel challenged, but the level of challenging aligns with their skill level, striking the perfect balance between difficulty and competence. Man, this flow state sounds beautiful. I have experienced it many times uh, doing many different things, even from, you know, as simple, uh, a simple duty of cleaning the house. You know, you have all of these little uh, chores that need to be done. And when you can just bounce from one to the other, it's almost like a beautiful ballet, you know, from whether you're in the flow state cleaning the house, uh, doing your job, running a marathon, playing a instruments, you know, just whatever it is. It doesn't need to be this big, grandiose thing. The flow state is something that you can uh, experience day in and day out. Now, flow state is commonly experienced in various domains, including sports, arts, music, work, and hobbies. Achieving a flow state can lead to enhanced performance, creativity, and overall well-being. People often seek out activities that facilitate flow experience experiences as it provides a sense of fulfillment, joy, and a profound sense of being fully alive and in the moment. Man, and who wouldn't want to seek out those moments of being in the flow state? Because when you seek those moments out, there's a profound sense of being fully alive and in the moment. When you're in the flow state, you're not worrying about the past. You're not anticipating the future. You're not worrying about the future. You are fully alive in the present moment. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's give it up for our consciousness, our mind's eye, our spirituality, and everything beautiful in this world that allows us to be fully alive and in the moment through the flow state. Now, I did get off on a little tangent about the flow state, but hey, man, that just goes back to the mental imagery, the visualization process, because uh, that just kind of piggy-tailed off of the enhanced focus that the visual imagery does. Now, another uh, positive aspect that we can um, benefit from visualization is reduced anxiety. Now, visualization can be used to manage pre-performance jitters. When athletes vividly imagine themselves succeeding, it counteracts the negative thoughts associated with performance anxiety. This mental preparation can lead to a calmer state of mind, reducing nervousness and promoting a more relaxed and positive mindset. You know, the, these benefits, they just continue to stack up. Uh, another attribute and uh, benefits of the visualization process is neural rehearsal. Studies have shown that mental imagery activates similar neural pathways in the brain as physical practice. By mentally rehearsing a good performance, athletes can reinforce muscle memory, fine-tune motor skills, and create a blueprint for optimal execution. Skill improvement is going to be another benefit of the visualization process. Now, this allows athletes to mentally practice challenging maneuvers and scenarios that may be difficult to replicate physically. 
This repetitive mental practice can lead to skill improvement and a greater understanding of the task at hand. Positive reinforcement. Now, the visualization process, um, it helps with positive reinforcement. When athletes visualize themselves accomplishing their goals, their brain releases neurotransmitters associated with pleasure and reward. This positive reinforcement strengthens their motivation and commitment to achieving those goals in reality. Coping and setbacks. Visualization can help athletes cope with setbacks and challenges. By visualizing themselves overcoming obstacles and bouncing back from setbacks, they build resilience and mental toughness, enabling them to persevere through difficulties during actual performance. Man, that sounds great, right? Because not everything is going to go as according to plan. Now, when you visualize, you know, uh, to the best, to the most minute details of whatever activity you're going to be doing, you can uh, cope with the setbacks and the challenges because you can visualize yourself overcoming them. Another benefit is going to be goal orientation. Uh, This keeps their focus on what they want to achieve, guiding their actions and decisions towards realizing those objectives. Emotional regulation. Uh, Visualization allows athletes to, to experience the emotional aspects of success, such as happiness, pride, and satisfaction, even before the actual performance. These positive emotions can help regulate stress and anxiety and contribute to a more enjoyable and rewarding experience. In conclusion to the visualization process, visualizing a good performance offers a range of benefits including improved confidence, focus, and emotional regulation. It enhances neural connections, builds mental toughness, and reinforces athletes' goals, ultimately contributing to more successful and satisfying performances in their chosen endeavors. Over the last few days, I have created a podcast series called Honor Your Strength, Paying Homage to the Marathon. Now, intertwining the concepts of honoring your strength, running a marathon, visualization, and flow state, this is going to create a powerful and transformative journey in marathon preparation and performance. Now, here's how we're able to intertwine all of those things and connect those individual elements We're going to fashion those together efficiently and then we're going to put them together as a whole so that we become the ultimate super mega version of ourselves. Number one, when you do that, honoring your strength, running a marathon, it is a true test of physical and mental strength. Embrace the process of training and recognize your progress and growth throughout the entire journey. Celebrate your unique qualities and resilience. Acknowledge that every step you take is a testament to your inner strength. Number two is going to be visualization for flow state. Utilize visualization techniques to enter the flow state during training and the actual marathon itself. Before each training session or the race itself, take time to visualize yourself running with ease, feeling the flow of movement, 
and embracing the challenges with confidence. This mental rehearsal primes your mind for optimal performance, and this is going to help you enter that flow state more quickly and efficiently. Continuing down that path, you're going to be setting clear goals. Now, as you train for your marathon, you need to set clear and achievable goals that align with your abilities and aspirations. Now, let's say, you know, you're starting out on your marathon journey and you have this big lofty goal. You know what? Like, for example, like, let, let's say you've never ran a marathon and you're like, all right, I'm going to do a sub three hour marathon and I'm going to, I'm going to set my, my goal for two hours and 30 minutes. Well, you know, hey, you may be able to do that if you're, I don't know, just a a prodigy in in running. But for the most part, you know, that is not going to be a realistic goal. Now, as you train for the marathon, you need to set those goals and make sure that they're clear and achievable because you don't want to be all frustrated when you're, you know, the best pace that you're able to hit for yourself is eight minutes and, you know, your perceived effort is going to be a 10 out of 10 and, you know, you're going to need to reassess and evaluate your goals and make sure that they are achievable and that they align with your capabilities. Along that route, intertwining everything You need to embrace the journey. Throughout your marathon preparation, focus on enjoying the process rather than solely fixating on the end goal. Embrace the training sessions, acknowledge the progress you make, and savor every moment of the marathon experience. By appreciating the journey, you honor your strength and recognize the growth and self-discovery that comes with the challenge. The marathon, it is not about You know, uh, crossing the finish line, that's going to be the little cherry on top. You know, that's just the, you know, the end goal. But along that journey, man, if you are in tune with, you know, all of the things that I have spoken with during this marathon week on the Gathering Strength podcast, those things are going to add up to being worth so much more than crossing the finish line. Now, if you set yourself up right, you are going to be able to cross that finish line and you're going to be embracing the race because you have showed respect to the transformative process and you did your due diligence. You know, uh, for whatever reason, let's say even if you fail, you know, you don't finish the uh, finish the marathon for whatever reason that is out of your control, you know, because that happens, that dreaded DNF It happens to the best of us. Now, that shouldn't discredit all of the gains and all of the jewels and gems and the intangible assets that you were able to accumulate for yourself during that journey. That's all right if you, you know, miss your mark and don't cross that finish line. You know, you can reassess what happened and then you can have another go at it. Ultimately, The transformative process is in the journey and regardless of whether you get that medal or not, you know, that's something that is valuable all in itself. Don't get me wrong. We want to finish. We want to set ourselves up so that we can cross that finish line, um, you know, to the best of our abilities. You know, that's like I said, that's the little cherry on top. 
but it shouldn't be the end-all, be-all. Because, hey, after you get to the top of that marathon mountain, guess what? You just see a whole other horizon filled with other mountains that you're going to want to go climb. And the things that you learned along that marathon journey, that's going to embolden you and give you the courage to go and climb those other mountains. Now, continuing down that path, finding flow in training. Seek flow during your training runs by matching the challenge of your workouts to your current skill level. Engage in mindful running, fully immersing yourself in the activity and being present in each step. Flow in training enhances your connection to the activity and deepens your appreciation for the experience. Now, I live in Livermore, California, and, you know, one of the beautiful things that I found as it pertains to my own personal marathon journey is that it forces me to wake up at the butt crack of dawn uh, before the sun is rising, and because I am up and out at that sunrise, when the sun is rising and I'm in a beautiful scene and there's nobody there and it's just me in nature, man, that is that is beauty all on its own, you know, whether I'm running or not. But particularly during that marathon journey, you know, I'm running, my heart rate is in a um, it's in a elevated state. I have my blood flowing, my muscles are pumped, all of the the hormone the hormones that are you know pumping positivity and interconnectedness with everything that is all on my mind and to be in front of a beautifully developing sunrise man that's poetry that is poetic that is something that i i truly love and i am creating this marathon week to express some of the things that I have found to be profound and transformative. And I hope that other people can, you know, uh, go on their own marathon journey and experience some of these positive things that the human condition can experience for themselves. More beneficial attributes that can be attributed to this journey is going to be embodying mental toughness. Flow state and visualization can foster mental toughness, helping you overcome obstacles and stay focused during the marathon. When faced with fatigue or discomfort, call upon your visualization practices and stay centered and maintain a positive mindset. Embrace the challenges as part of your strength and determination, and this is going to push you closer to your goal. Uh, One final thing is gratitude and reflection. After completing the marathon, take time to reflect on the journey and express gratitude for the experience regardless of the outcome. Honoring your strength also involves acknowledging the effort and dedication you put into the training and race. Reflecting on your accomplishments can further enhance your sense of fulfillment and satisfaction. You know, that is profound all all on its own is to be able to express appreciation and gratitude because, man, it, it takes a courageous person to sign up and then train. It takes someone with, you know, money 
to be able to sign up for the race and then travel for the race and then, you know, set themselves up with proper nutrition, all of those things. You know, the in the whole aspect of my podcast, it's buff body, buff mind, buff spirit, buff bank. And when you sign up for a marathon, you have to be well-rounded in all of those realms to be able to, you know, ultimately cross that finish line. And when you show appreciation for the strength that you or the physical strength that you have accumulated for yourself, for the mental strength, for the spiritual strength, and also for the financial strength to be able to prop yourself up all on your own to be able to go through that journey, you know, that is that is beautiful because not everybody has the strength, the mental fortitude, the finances, the health to embark on this journey and the fact that you know you can do it that is a huge blessing sure it's tough it's hard but a blessing nonetheless now in summary by intertwining honoring your strength running a marathon the visualization process and flow state you create a synergistic and transformative experience Embrace the challenges, celebrate your growth, and connect deeply with the process, allowing you to tap into your inner strength and experience the joy of being in the flow as you conquer your marathon journey. That'll do it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. If you liked what you heard, give me a like, give me a subscribe, give me a follow. Share me with someone who you believe can benefit from this episode because, man, I would love to be able to sow some seeds of thought and perspective. And, man, that that, that is awesome. It is because I am the everyday man. I'm no different from anybody else. I have been down in the dumps. I have been depressed. I have suffered from all of these things that ail the human condition. You know, these words, I believe, can become more poignant, more profound, and that they can resonate with the everyday average person. Because, hey, I am an everyday average person, and if I'm able to do it, you can do it. In the words of Oprah Winfrey, if she can do it, you can do it. And you know what, man? I'm trying to get like Oprah Winfrey. Once again, thank you for listening. And until next time, it's onward. Always onward.